What is up, Psych Athletes? Welcome back to the Psych Athletes Podcast. This is Ryan. This is episode 32. And today we're talking about how we can deal with people when they tell us we're not good enough, right? The effect that it has on us and the best course of action to take, all right? Because this 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 topic is very important to me and it's very I'm very passionate about it. I was told I wasn't good enough very often in high school. And I wish I had the sense of perspective that I'm going to teach you guys about in this episode. This is a crucial episode and this one of the most important episodes that I've recorded. Um, I always find that, you know, when I'm not trying to make this a super meaningful and super passionate and powerful episode that it ends up being that way. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Join our Facebook group, join our Discord group, message me. I'm always available to talk and let's unlock your peak potential together. All right. Thank you guys for listening and let's get into the episode. What's going on, Psych Athletes? Welcome back to the Psych Athletes Podcast, where you get to listen to me ramble on and on and on um, and just talk out of my mind. Uh, but for some reason, you guys keep coming back and hundreds of you keep listening to the podcast. So um, I feel obligated to come in and share some wisdom. Um, this one's going to be off the dome. It's going to be short. Uh, I just want to talk to you guys about my experiences a little bit. I know I talk about myself a lot. Um, you guys are probably sick of it by now, but I think I can provide some insight. And I want to talk to you guys. I've been getting a lot of questions about, you know, teammates nagging or people being told they're not good enough. And a lot of things that stem from, you know, external factors like that. And I think it's important to kind of realize that we create pressure ourselves. I want to talk to you guys about, you know, what happens when we're told we're not good enough or when, when teammates are ripping us, when we're doing poorly, or everyone's talking about you, people are saying things about you, your coach is saying stuff about you, your teammates, because um, I've been through it all, believe me, I've had a long career and filled with ups and downs, and I was subject to a lot of, um, you know, talk, okay, throughout my high school years, um, I always thought I was a great player, but a lot of people around me didn't. Uh, my coaches didn't really know what I was truly capable of. I was told I wasn't good enough constantly. I was told by my coaches. I was told by my teammates. Um, I was told by, you know, some friends. Um, I was told, like, I would never get to the MLB. And this is not a success story. This is not a grand, yeah, I proved them wrong and I'm here now. Because I only made it to college baseball, which is an accomplishment in and of itself. So I'm proud of that. But I never went on to become, you know, you know a star MLB player. And that's okay. I've come to terms with that, but I think I can provide some, you know, guidance um, when people tell you these things, when people are, you know, ripping on you, when they're telling you you're not good enough and you're trying to please everyone and you're playing, you're playing the game for the wrong reasons, essentially. So in high school, um, as you guys know, you probably listened to my story already. I moved down to Southern California and I was, I thought I was a great player and I made some good first impressions. Um, a lot of my teammates, you know, were kind of envious because I made the team so quickly um, and the coaches thought I was a good player and I was a starting shortstop on the first day. And then I messed up. I made a couple errors and my mental, you know, spiraled after that. You guys probably know that by now. And throughout, since then, I was struggling with, you know, anxiety, low confidence, and I was worried a lot about what people thought of me. I was worried a lot about whether or not my coaches thought I was good or my teammates thought I was good. And you hear all these success stories from, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, uh, Kobe, you know, some baseball, but everywhere, every sport, 
I always use LeBron, Kobe, Jordan because I love basketball, but um, they're always told they're not good enough, right? And then they tell you that they use that as motivation. They were always listening to that. They played it over and over in their head. And that's why they're so successful today. Um, I would argue that that's not the main reason that they're successful. I I think there is value in learning and, and kind of um, using people telling you you're not good enough, uh, proving people wrong, using that as motivation to an extent, okay, to an extent. But the thing is, we cannot let that consume us. We cannot play the game for the wrong reasons because, you know, as we go on, as we go through our career and people tell us we're not good enough, and that kind of gets ingrained in our minds. We lay in bed at night and we play it over and over and over and over. And all we want to do is just prove people wrong. We want to prove that we are good enough and that we are talented athletes. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's there's a certain point where that we it kind of it kind of becomes an obsession. Right. And we're playing the game and and we're working out and we're doing this for other reasons. We're doing these things for external factors. We're playing our sport not because we love the game. We're playing the sport because we want to prove people wrong. And to be honest, that's not a great way to play the sport. All right. That distracts us from our own progression, getting better each and every day. If we're going through every workout, every moment of our lives in anger and frustration and this desire and longing to prove people wrong, it's not that's not how it's going to pan out. Whenever we need something to happen, okay, whenever we have a scarcity mindset, when we fail to have perspective, when we need, need, need these things to happen, we add pressure to ourselves. We add this unnecessary stress and tension. And that manifests in our game, in our workouts. We're always tra- we're always training because we want it so bad. I was like that in high school. I wanted it so so bad. I wanted to prove my stupid coaches wrong and my teammates wrong so bad because they were always telling me I wasn't good enough. And I was using that as motivation. But at, but at a certain point, it, it became an obsession for me. It, it consumed me. This anger, this frustration consumed me, and I began playing the game. For the wrong reasons. I began playing the game with this with this frustration, with this need, with this scarcity mindset. I failed to realize that these things don't matter. As Kobe says, and I've said it countless times before, we create pressure. It's something that we create in our minds. What other people think of us, what they say about us, if they think we're not good enough, that's not a, po- a part of our reality. That's not fact. It's not truth. Okay, and when we think about it in our minds, we're creating this pressure. Okay, we're we're thinking about this these people telling us we're not good enough, and that manifests in how we play the game. Okay, we play with this frustration, with this tension, with this need and this longing, and that's not a great way to go about it. When I had my most success in high school, I was only worried about myself. I wasn't thinking about anyone else. You know, I. I concede that throughout my high school career, my college career, I was consumed with this obsession of proving people wrong. But there was a certain point in high school where things kind of just clicked for me. I got into that zone. It was weird. And I didn't have this frustration. I didn't have this anger. I wasn't worried about what people thought of me. Okay, and I played out of my mind. You guys might have heard me talk about it before. My summer of my junior year, I hit like 500. I hit my first home run. I was hitting doubles, triples every single game. And my coaches were like, who is this guy? And it felt so good. It felt so good to prove my coaches wrong, but it didn't happen because I forced it to happen because I was worried about it all the time. It happened because I was worried about myself, my progression, my craft, and I got into that zone. In the zone, in the zone, the zone is like heaven in sports. The zone is beautiful, okay? Because when we're in it, we're not thinking, 
All right, we're not thinking about how hard we need to play. We're not, we're, everything's just flowing for us, right? We're not thinking about anything. We're not thinking about what others think of us. And we feel this gratitude and this presence, right? And we feel like we want others to succeed. When we, when we kind of get this really competitive, you know, obsession for proving people wrong, I often found myself, you know, wishing others would fail. Okay, I was always I was always thinking about maybe if this guy messes up, I'll get my chance. Okay, I'll get to show that, you know, I'm better than him. All right, but that's playing the game for the wrong reasons. All right, the only reason that you should be playing the game is for yourself and for your team's success. If you always compete with this idea of winning, of whatever I can contribute to my team, I know it sounds corny. I know you might have a shitty team. You might have shitty coaches, but that is the best way to go about playing the game, all right, for yourself and for your team, okay? Nothing else, not to prove other people wrong, not to, you know, show your coach, show your family, show your friends that you are good enough, okay? Because that will come, all right? But it's not going to come if we're obsessing over it, if we're thinking about it all the time, if we're letting these external factors, you know, create this pressure in our mind, all right? Because what I said before, that pressure does not exist. You're going to get more and more opportunities. So why worry about it? Why have this scarcity mindset? We need to have a freedom of outcome with it. We need to understand, okay, today's game might be important. I want to show what I can do. But if I don't, and if I mess up, it's okay. I will get more and more opportunities. That was the one thing in college. I had a decent high school career. I made it to college baseball. When I got to college, I wanted to prove everyone wrong so bad. I put the stakes of the world on each practice, each at bat, each game. And I was tense. I was stressed. I was tight. I wasn't thoughtless. I wasn't present. Okay. I competed with this, you know, longing and need for this to happen. And it was not healthy for my, not only my performance in game, but for my mental health. Right? We need to realize that we're not playing this game for other people. We're not playing this game for this created pressure. We're not playing this game so people can tell us that we're good. That shouldn't matter to us. We're playing the game because we love it, number one. And we're playing the game because we want our team to succeed. That is the number one thing, okay? In high school, like what I said earlier, when I found myself locked in and in the zone and wanting other people to win and I was thoughtless and I was present, I found that I was only worried about myself and I want, I wished for my team's success as a whole. I was happy. I was, the dudes I was normally competing with and hoping that they would fail, I saw them get hits, I saw them make plays and I was excited for them. Okay, this sort of, it's, it's this, it's what I said before, the zone being like in this flow state, it's heaven, it's wonderful and we all want to get there but we're not going to get there if we're worried about external factors if we're worried about what others think of us if we're worried if we're worried about what our coach thinks of us if we're worried about you know if we fail we're never going to get another chance okay because these things aren't real we have to understand that they're made up okay so when people tell you that you're not good enough okay let that light a fire in you let that motivate you to become a better player okay to become a better person all right let that think about it when you you know work out okay use that as fuel use it as motivation but do not obsess over it do not let it keep you awake at night okay try not i know it's hard to i know it's hard to say these things and then you know for you to put them in action it's a whole different story but i just if we have this idea in our heads okay, that none of this is real, all right, everything's made up, it's all a simulation, I just need to worry about ourselves, we're going to perform much, much better, we're not worried about all these external factors, this bullshit, you know, that's been spewed at us throughout the years, okay, because it doesn't matter, all right, the only thing that you have to worry about is your effort level, you know, how much work you put in, 
Okay, worry about yourself, worry about becoming a better person, worry worry about becoming a better player, work on your craft, okay, and try and help your team win in any way possible. That is the only way to success, okay? If you're fuming all the time about what others think about you, about your coach telling you you're not good enough, or your teammates, you know, shitting on you, haha, you didn't do good today, or something like that, you've been struggling recently, or your teammates are boasting, that was one thing in the Discord, um... Uh, I think her name is Katie and her teammate was, you know, bragging about her success and while Katie was struggling, um, and that's fine. We just need to take that in stride. We need to understand that, okay, well, maybe you're having success right now. I'm happy for you, but I'm not going to let your words and your, you know, passive aggressiveness affect me in any way because that's what people do. A lot of people get their, you know, kicks off putting other people down. That's how people lift the, their own selves up, okay? A lot of what people say about you is a reflection of their own insecurities. Okay, so just realize that. Realize that what they're saying to you is a reflection of themselves. It has nothing to do with you. It's made up. It is not a part of your reality. What is your reality is your effort, your hard work, and your will to win. That is it. Nothing else. All right, so when people tell you you're not good enough, just say, fuck off. All right, I'm just going to do my own thing and worry about myself. That's the biggest thing. And I know I, I, know I say it right now. Um, and it sounds easy, but it's not. I was in your shoes. You know, everything's the world to me or everything's the world to young athletes, right? Every game, every competition, every play, you know, it carries the weight of the world because when we're young and we're athletes, we kind of lose perspective, right? Because these things we're so passionate about, all right? And I understand. That's the number one thing I understand and I know how it feels. So listen to me when I tell you, worry about yourself and just, you know, compete. That's all you need to do, okay? And you will reach that zone. You will reach that state in which you can be this uplifting teammate and you can you can wish for other success while you're enjoying your own success, okay? That's, that's the state we want to get in at all times. When we're performing at our best, we have no ill intentions, okay? We're not making any judgments on anybody. We hope everyone succeeds. We want our team to succeed. And what you'll find is that every time that you want your team to win or you're playing the game for your team, okay, every time you're playing for, for you know, unselfish reasons, things will go your way. It's weird. Sports work like that. But when we're wishing ill on people, when we're worried about what other people say, we're not going to perform well, okay? That's the big thing. And when a lot of pro athletes, when they talk about people telling them they're not good enough, and they use that as fuel and motivation, um, it's because they did use it as fuel and motivation, but they also didn't let these things fester. They didn't let these things bother them. They just accepted them, okay? They have this, this level of mental toughness. That's what separates the elite athletes from the average athletes, okay? It's, it's taking these criticisms and these judgments and using them as fuel to an extent, okay? But then at a certain point, you just gotta be like, that's not my problem, I'm not worried about that. I'm going to work on myself and it does not bother me. All the elite professional athletes have that level. How do you think they can go out every night, they play bad, and then they get ripped by the media? Okay, if you guys know Boston sports media, it's horrible. They just rip their teams because they expect this level of success. But then these athletes, these elite athletes continue to go out there and perform 
each and every night have a bounce back game after they fail okay because they have this level of mental toughness that a lot of average and amateur athletes lack and that we need to adopt okay that's the number one thing that i wish i had in my high school to college career okay is that level of mental toughness where i can just say okay you don't think i'm good enough okay well i'm gonna work hard i'm gonna worry about myself and i'll prove you wrong but that's not gonna worry me in like a day or two days a year from now i'm not gonna care about what you said about me you know five years ago Right? It does not concern me. It's not a part of my reality. If you just make this little realization, you're going to see, you know, exponential increase in your, you know, level of play, your performance. All right. This is the way, guys. This is the way. That's it for this episode. I'm going to do my little spiel where I tell you to follow all my shit. Um, so we have a new website up. That's yeah. the hub for all your mental resources. You know, if you're, if you're worried about where do you want to start for mental training, hit the website up, click on the resources page, go watch the videos, read the blog posts, uh, read the drills, all of it's there on our website. And if you guys enjoy that content, schedule a call with me. And, you know, if you want to increase your, your mental performance and enhance your game and unlock your peak potential, I can help get you there. Let's talk about it and let's see where you want to go. All right. So do that. Visit the website. Join our Facebook group. All right, tons of cool people in there. Um, it's still small, but I'm hoping it's going to become like our Discord when we have hundreds of members in it. So especially parents. I know a lot of parents are on Facebook, so join the Facebook if you're listening to this, parents and coaches. Um, athletes can join it as well. It's kind of an easier interface to kind of interact than Discord. I just know a lot more people, a lot more young people and athletes are on Discord. So join both. Join the Facebook group. Join the Discord group. Let's talk. Message me. I'm always available. Let's, let's unlock your peak potential together. So join both groups. Follow us on Instagram and leave us a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. That is it for today's episode. I will see you guys on Monday.